0: Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman, whoever you are, wherever you are listening from. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of March 4th, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on Twitter at Bauman. And the host site is march4th.podbean.com. My links will be in the podcast description. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow, and I greatly appreciate you guys joining me for another edition of the podcast. I uh I, I'm excited to give you guys this episode, man. It's um it's uh Thanksgiving in a couple of days. So whether you celebrate it, whether you don't celebrate it, I just hope that everybody gets some some time to recharge the old batteries as we, we go into the home stretch of 2021 and that you get a chance to either get some time off work or spend some time with family and friends and uh just decompress a little bit man uh i know for me personally uh this year's been uh these last 18 months really have been pretty surreal um there's been more death in in my family slash periphery and uh just loss in general um you know, I'm finding myself at 33 years old dealing with things that I, I really didn't have to deal with the first 32 years of my life, you know, um, a few weeks ago, losing, losing my, my grandma on my dad's side. And, you know, before that, in, in this last you know year, plus my, my brother, my oldest brother, Brandon, shout out, Brandon, we, we don't have the same mom, but, um, he lost his grandma on his mom's side and my sister in law Jen, his wife, lost her mother. Uh he also lost a cousin. Um, as I mentioned, my grandma passing, and then unfortunately, um a week ago today as I record the intro to this podcast, I lost a coworker to cancer. Uh and that was really unexpected. Um I, I knew he wasn't well, but I don't think any of us anticipated, you know, how quickly what ended up happening happened and um I just feel for his family and his friends uh it, it's just a and everybody who knew him and worked with him over the years not just me including the rest of our team it was just uh pretty devastating so you know while I I try to be upbeat and I try to be positive uh, I'm not going to lie man th- these uh these last 18 months have been really really weird and challenging so uh, you know rest in peace to Greg my co-worker who passed away and you know love and prayers to his family and his friends and everybody who worked with him and knew him I, I really will miss the talks that that he and I had in the morning when we uh, we would get to work you know usually we were the first two at the office on our team because we both came in early and so usually we we were the first ones that saw each other in the morning. You know, he's the first guy I saw. I was the first person he saw, and we had a lot of good talks about life and just our experiences working in the hospital setting over the years and healthcare, care and uh, shared a lot of laughs with the guy. He's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. So, uh, so he's on my mind going into this. And, and like I said, just a, a lot of the other stuff um, as well. You know, it's just, um, you know, death is part of life. And my relationship with grief is something that I'm, I'm learning more about myself and how I process things and on top of isolation and this pandemic, excuse me, uh, it's just been, been kind of surreal. That's about the, the best way that I can really describe everything that's gone on. But having said all that, um, as I've said before, this, this podcast has really been a, a place that I can turn to allow myself to escape from a lot of it and and you know let those creative juices so to speak let those flow and and connect with all of you and connect with the artists and the and the wonderful people that i have on this show and that really has been a a truly truly has been a blessing for me um you know if there's if there's any any negative that has come out of of or excuse me any positive rather that has come out of the negative of the pandemic and everything that's happened um in 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 the world in our country um in, in my own world if there's any roses that have have grown through cracks in the concrete it really has been this show for me man it's 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 really been a place that i can come and just um you know do my thing and and really connect with people which is really important to me connecting with people in a positive way not just the people that i know and my friends and my family and my loved ones man but um but all of you who listen to the show you know all the all the faces out there that I've that I've never met in person who who listen to this podcast and share it and tell their friends about it and the artists and the people that I have on the show it's uh it's really cool man so I'm I'm really grateful despite all of the kind of loss and uh you know death that's kind of been in in my wheelhouse over the last 18 months I'm I'm really grateful that this has been a place that I can come to be creative and uh, continue to march forth, man. You know, just like just like the name of my podcast, I really, I'm, I'm living it. <laughs> it's the name of the show and I'm living it. I'm persevering and moving forward every day. And uh, I think that's, at the end of the day, that's, that's the best any of us can do, right, is just to wake up and try to be good to people, you know, pursue what makes you happy. I think when you pursue what makes you happy, you make the world a better place. And, um, you know, because you're putting love out there. And, and that might sound cheesy to some people, but I really believe that whatever it is, whether it's it's music or it's sports or it's arts or, uh, you know, people who serve this country, people who are, are firefighters and police officers and doctors and nurses and healthcare workers and, you know, people who work at fast food restaurants, people who work in the service industry at any restaurant, you know, people who fix your car. Everybody on this planet has a purpose, and if you wake up every day and you're you're doing your best to put a smile on other people's faces and to to lend a hand and lend your skill set, whatever you went to school for, whatever you've learned, um, you're doing doing great work, man. So kudos to all of you, and again, I just hope that everybody stays safe out there and gets to enjoy the holidays with their family. And speaking of using your gifts and giving them to the world, man – I had a lot of fun talking to the, the two people whose names I'm about to share with you guys on this episode, and they are none other than Ben Dehan and Lauren White. I, I, really, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I mean, I enjoy all these conversations, but I think the reason why this one is special to me in a different way is because it, it kind of took a direction that I didn't anticipate originally. You know, Ben connected with me on Instagram. He's a musician based out of the Baltimore area. And he plays music in the pop punk vein, you know, kind of a cross between, you know, Machine Gun Kelly and Angels and Airwaves, Blink 182. But there's like a real singer songwriter type vibe to it that I really enjoy. And his fiance, Lauren, plays the cello, and her instrumentation and musical ability just adds a layer to their sound that I find to just be really emotive and beautiful men. And uh, his debut EP, New Nostalgia, came out on September 24th, it's got some great, great work on there, they worked with Sam Pura, who's worked with artists like The Story So Far, 100th, The Dangerous Summer, who I love, and, um, you know, Ben's got a lot of musical history, as you guys will hear, he played in a pop-punk band called American Diary back in the day, and has toured And uh, I I just, I really enjoy this conversation because when I say it to the turn, I didn't expect, you know, this, as you guys will hear, I I really learn about their love story, Ben and Lauren, and just how they came together and how she got involved with his music and how she has added so much to his life and his music. And it was just really beautiful. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to, to hear um, that, that part of this when he reached out. And um, I was pleasantly surprised by the conversation we had. Not that I didn't think it was gonna be good or anything like that when I say I was pleasantly surprised, but just in terms of the direction it took and, and really learning about these two as a couple, it was really cool, it was really beautiful, man. And um, I'm really thankful for it and I'm happy to share it all with you guys. So with that further adieu, I'm gonna shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Ben Dehan and Lauren White. Here it is. Well, you guys, thank you so much um, for joining me. Um, it was fun as we were chatting just before this, just to, uh, to to see that we had that Toledo connection. You know, it's crazy, um, but uh, I really appreciate it. I love the EP, New Nostalgia, so before I rant too much, just uh, let the people know a little bit about yourselves. Do you wanna go first?
1: No, you go first. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, my name's
2: Ben, I, I play guitar, I write songs and sing a little bit, and uh, yeah.
1: And I'm Lauren, I play cello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now for people for people who don't know, You guys just got engaged in July, right? If my my research serves me correct.
1: Yep, you are correct.
0: We did. Yeah. We sure did. (laughs) Now, how did you guys meet? Did you meet through music? No. (laughs) Uh, No, not at all. Um,
2: We met at a dive bar down the street, actually. Um,
1: (laughs) I actually, I didn't tell him I played cello until, what, six, probably six months into our relationship.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow
2: yeah 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 no that happened uh uh during COVID I had no idea that um she played cello but it was weird man like uh (laughs) I feel like I I feel like we we definitely like totally like clicked and like I just like I had this feeling like (sighs) this is like too good to be true like I, I was just like I don't know you know like that that's suspicious like i don't know like what's up here because like i've never really clicked with a person like this before and i don't know we just sat at the the bar and like we didn't have wings because she didn't like <laughs> them yet <laughs> but um we had a couple of beers uh, and just like laughed and you know for for a few hours and then uh the
1: rest yeah. is history <laughs>
0: so who made the first move like did you guys both show up with like friends like who who saw who and who who was you know because that that first that first thing is always hard because you're like all right like what you know it's the first contact you know obviously you got the liquid courage going a little bit but who made the first move
2: we actually i mean like full transparency yeah yeah, we met on
0: hinge um
1: we met in person at the dive bar yeah
2: oh okay okay
1: we're online couple (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean like but like our, our conversation didn't go that far. What was it? We were talking about this like a week ago
1: I we sent just a few texts back and forth. Not much she of anything. Said,
2: yeah, no, I mean like to my first Did you reach out first or did I? I think like I did You
1: did but I don't know. And remember. then
2: and then you said something and then I I said something back and then you were like, okay, I'll buy I remember you said that. <laughs> like, oh no,
1: you sent me your phone number very quickly, and that's when I. said, <laughs> oh, okay, <yeah>.
0: I'll
2: bite. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like I, I said, I'm not on here very much. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I wasn't.
2: But like then, yeah, I mean, like that just moved. Yeah, yeah, no, no we,
1: yeah. Thank yeah. you,
0: Hinge. We should. Uh, I know. Yeah. Shout out Hinge.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's cool. It's actually good to hear that people have good experiences with online dating. You know what I mean? Because sure. um, I think. I think now it's pretty socially acceptable, right? Especially during the pandemic, it's just so hard to meet people, especially the older you get. It's, it, it can be weird to just, you know what I mean? Like I'm 33 now, um, recently single within like the last six months. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's that whole thing of like, do I, you know, do I do the online dating thing again? Cause I did it when I first came to Nashville. Cause I didn't really know anybody and I had some, I had some fun dates, but it's, it's cool to hear that there's actually people who have success with it, you know?
2: 100% yeah. man. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, I mean I was um I was
2: 31 or 2 when we met. 31, I
1: think.
2: 31. I'm 34 now, so I mean like yeah, 30 33. I just turned 34. Yeah, I, I guess mean, you're, you're young, mean. brother. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean to me it was just um you know, I met a lot of people, a lot of friends, you know, now um and, you know, I it's not like I was like specifically looking for anything, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it uh, ended up making this happen, which <laughs> is just like a beautiful accident, so um, I don't know. I, I, I can't complain about it,
0: yeah. I feel like that's how a lot of great things happen in life, right? It's just beautiful accidents and just chance encounters or, or things that are unexpected, you know? And you guys, are you in the Baltimore area? You're on the East Coast, right? Yes, yeah. Um, We're
2: right between Baltimore and DC.
0: Um, Probably, I
2: I say slightly closer to Baltimore because um, that's the music scene that I grew up in and spent most of my time in. Um, But uh, yeah, we're right in the middle. I mean, there's Annapolis like 15 minutes from us,
0: so that's cool yeah my my buddy Wes has been there for a while Wes Anderson he's a guitarist and does different collaborations with different artists and stuff and uh, it seems like the music scene sure, sure. in uh, Baltimore is like pretty pretty healthy right I mean it seemed from outside looking in and now you've got like Sherry Amore is kind of like a, yeah. sort of taking like a pop punk almost mixing it with like metal kind of thing going on too it seems it, outside oh, yeah. looking in it seems pretty healthy there
2: yeah it is it is um, it's such a it's a unique community like and, it, and it's it's very supportive you know um and uh you know we're always trying to like just you know reaffirm that and I could I could see like possibly like I don't know though because like Baltimore fans are really good I and a lot of touring bands say it's like hard to get into I guess but um you know the fan base and, and the music lovers in Baltimore are you know some of your best and most supportive fans that you're you're going to see in the country period
0: That's great yeah. to hear. How how long have you guys been there now? How did how did life make your way to to Baltimore? Oh man, uh like I said <laughs>
2: before uh before we hit uh record here, uh yeah, I guess I was born in uh Toledo and um we moved here, I mean, when I was like a half year old. I'm walking distance from my parents. <laughs>
0: Right now, oh cool. like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Mom, so mom, when you mom, when you mom. left Toledo, you you immediately you guys were you were in Baltimore. So you've pretty much grown up there your whole life. Yeah, yeah. I've grown okay. up in the the suburbs of of Baltimore.
2: Yeah. And Lauren, you're you're from uh like
1: yeah, I'm southern. from Southern Maryland, um, but yeah, not yeah, too, not too far from here.
2: Like Calvert. Um, but yeah, no, I mean like. I I started touring from a, a pretty young age so like you know um you know, from 16 17 18 to like 22 just driving a 18 passenger van and trailer around the country through you know the Rocky Mountains through you know uh the over the Brooklyn Bridge and back down, back forth we had this conversation uh last week cuz we were in New York but uh yeah um we're both pretty well traveled, as far
0: as that goes. But yeah, been
2: based here my whole
0: life. So take me back a little bit, because I, I read Ben that um, really like your your musical just path really jump started on your eleventh birthday because you got a guitar and you got Enema of the State from Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. right? So Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I remember that. It's funny because I was just talking about this with somebody recently on a podcast, um, you know, because we were kind of like you and I, you know, pretty much the same age. And I just remember how huge that album was. Um, I remember all the small things, music video and like the parodies they did of all the the boy bands and like uh, Ricky Martin and stuff. Yeah, and, the, you know, they really injected like the yeah. the humor into a lot of what they did, too. And as like I think I was in. Because that was like what 99, maybe when Enema of the State came yep. out. Um, yeah, so yeah, I,
2: I turned 11 in and um, grade. So you were probably your class of 06 or yep,
0: yep, I'm 05, so yeah, you're fifth grade, yep. So <laughs> yeah, that that time, if we could if we could just go back in the 90s uh-huh. a little bit with you know, if I could go back there with uh-huh. you guys, um. What you know, obviously, Ben. That, that was an early musical influence for you. But uh, what about you, Lauren? Like, when when did it start with you? Because you, for people who don't know, you play the cello, right?
1: I do. Um, I well, so I I missed the whole Blink One Eighty Two pop. Tell them
2: the story. Probably- <laughs> oh, about driving to the. Oh to God! The yeah,
1: we were. It was. <laughs> I mean, very early on when we were dating, and we were driving my car, which had like. My phone set up to was play music. Was my birthday or yours? It was my birthday. And
2: I was driving. You, and I said, oh, that's right. You were driving. I said, just put on uh, Anima of the State or no, take off your No, pants and no, jacket. no,
1: no, no, no. That's not what you said. That's not <laughs> what you said. You said, put on Blink 182. You were expecting Anima of the State or. No, I
3: think I
2: asked for the album because no, you then didn't. you
1: were like, babe, I got something to I just, tell you. <laughs> I guess I just I put on something not one of those albums. Um
2: <laughs> Oh yeah, you did not that's, that's you put on my, yeah, right.
1: Um and I had to admit I didn't know anything about Blink one eighty <laughs> two
2: And then I was like get out no, just <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if this
0: is gonna go anywhere, man. I don't know <laughs> No, it's
2: so funny. I I mean we obviously I was I laughed like I thought it was so funny.
0: Um in mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Like I always like appreciate people that have like totally different life perspectives. Like your yeah. first concert was was uh, Alanis, right? Alanis.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was there to see Bare Naked Ladies, but Alanis Morissette played with them, which I now think is very cool. And I got into Alanis Morissette after that, but I was I was pretty young. I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. Um, but.
0: Who'd you, yeah, who'd you I, go with? Was it your, your mom, your dad? Yeah. Who, <laughs> who were n- they there to see? Were they there for bare naked or Atlanta? They
1: were, they were there to take me. I, oh, I was, okay. I was obsessed with bare naked ladies back. That was probably one of the first bands. Well, Three Eleven was probably the first band I ever got <sighs> into, but, um, that was cause of my brother who's seven years older. Um, but yeah, bare naked ladies was probably, <laughs> that's so dorky. The not first, at all. Like, band no, ever, not like I ever independently started liking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they mean, were huge nice. in, yeah, they were huge in the late 90s uh to when they I mean they're still big, but I mean that was when again they were coming on my radar and I don't I don't know it's funny you look back on on your childhood. Now, I don't know if you guys get like this too where you do get nostalgic about like growing up and stuff, but it's just like I, I, maybe it's just cause that was kind of like me becoming a teenager and like my parents got divorced when I was 11, but music was like so huge for me, man. And I just remember the height of TRL and just yeah. all of that. Like my sister yeah. and I would come home from school every day and watch TRL and Carson Daly. And that was just yeah. like such a gateway back when MTV, yeah. you know, they used to have like a rock block. They would have like a metal block late at night with the music videos. And I, oh, I loved middle. it. I loved it yeah dude
2: yeah that's that's good to hear you know um same like same for me and, and what a pivotal age for me was was 11. um and uh you know just just coming home from school or even you know getting ready you know to leave before school you know they had the am videos like yeah or if you were up late on a weekend like hanging out with friends like um you know they had like the the 1am 2am whatever block like I don't know. That was a really cool time. I mean, probably more specific to you and I's like radius of, of, of age, you know, I mean like, uh, TRL and that, that whole culture of, I don't know. It was, uh, it was different, you know, videos I'm very happy to see are making such a great comeback. Um, and, uh, and very much, I mean, that's what we're about is just, uh, I don't know, uh, like, just not taking everything too seriously and, like, just being genuine and, um, um, kind of just doing it old school, and hopefully that, uh, gets communicated through everything that we do, um, because that was very important, so,
0: um, yeah, so what was your what was your first concert? So Lauren Lauren's was Alanis Morissette and Bare Naked Ladies, which is a pretty, pretty great first concert. It's crazy yeah, to think, yeah. just quick aside, that Alanis Morissette was like what, twenty years old when that first record came out. It's insane when I think about how young she oh, was yeah. when she oh, grew I mean, she up.
1: Started. She started when she was eight. Yeah, we went and saw that was kinda like cool. Three we saw months her ago. a few months ago. She yeah. came oh, through. Cool. Um yeah. but yeah, she like started in like music when she was like eight. Like it's insane, insane how much she's
2: did you know Taylor Hawkins was her her drummer originally? Oh, and man. uh
0: well,
1: and Flea played bass for her.
0: I didn't know mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah, on at least really? one song. Yeah. Huh. Yeah.
0: I did well, not did. know that. I feel like maybe I've heard that before about Taylor Hawkins, but uh was it so pre pre Foo Fighters? He was with Atlantis? So,
2: yeah, he had the option to ch- to to join Tom Petty or Foo Fighters. Oh wow. And like Honestly, bro, I mean, because, like, I mean, I'm such, like, I, like, I, obviously, I'm obsessed with, you know, Nirvana, and, you know, like, yeah, yeah I mean, Fighters, I, I mean, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, like, but I, I, Tom Petty, what a, I mean, like, what can you say? I mean, like, he's Tom fucking Petty, so, yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, I love fucking Tom Petty, you know, like, like. What a, what a good problem to have, but I guess that, uh, um, when you're a good person or, you know, you're a good person and, and you're good at what you do, sometimes it comes back, you know, um, for sure. My first concert, I think was uh, blink and bad religion. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Um, I think- that's like punk intersecting. It's like old school you know seminal punk meeting like yeah. you know like the you know well like i blink guess you can say cool. blink is old school yeah. now you know but i wouldn't say. i
2: mean like that's what i mean um you know I, we got to hang out with like the angels guys you know actually we, we kind of got pretty close with them back uh in american diary and uh one of the things that he always said was um or tom always said was uh don't listen to your influences. Listen to the people that influenced your influences. Oh wow! So, so like, I mean, Bad Religion was you know one of Blink's influences, and then they brought them out as a, a direct support when they were doing well. Because I, I I think those guys really do follow through with you know like the punk rock kind of mentality and like giving back. Um, you can kind of see it in. A, everything that they do in their own unique way, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for you guys, do you remember, let me ask, cause I, I always, I always like asking this question. What do you remember your first musical memory? Like, obviously that was a pivotal moment for you, Ben getting, getting the guitar at Enem of the state on the, on your 11th birthday, but what was, was there a song or a I moment that you guys listen, remember yeah. from your kids that where music really hooked you. And it was like, it was like Alice in Wonderland going down the rabbit hole.
2: I
1: know
2: what mine is. Yeah. Go ahead. You go.
1: Oh, I just... Well, I mean, I I grew up... My brother's seven years older than me, and I always, like, idolized him. And, you know, I was the tag-along little sister, the annoying one. Um, But he loved, like I mentioned earlier, he loved 311. And so I always listened to it to be like him, but I do remember the moment I was listening to it and being like, oh, I actually like this for... Me not just because he likes it, and that it's cool now because like later when I became an adult, that's kind of what bonded us, and we any time they came through, we went to con- their concert. Yeah, you guys
2: have uh, like, we, traveled. We've out we've, we've
1: flown to Vegas to see them. We've flown to New Orleans to see them. We've flown to Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska yeah. to see them. So it's like kind of what made him and our relationship. Which was Storm
2: Chas- Chasers. Oh, is so that, that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Was there any song there, like like in specific that they did, or? Ah,
1: uh, I think um, eight fifteen a.m. was the first song that really caught my uh, attention with them.
2: For three eleven, for me, it'd be Come Original.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> that was a big one.
1: That is a big
0: still one. still a big one. I'm sure they can't. They have to play that, right? I'm sure like that.
1: Okay. Well, that's what I love. Three Eleven more than any other band, and Wilco is another of my favorite. And I've bands, and I've seen them live, but I think I just said to you, like I, I'd be okay if I never saw them live again because it's kind of the same concert every single time.
2: Bye, I but I have to see them.
1: Oh, Is you it, I, I like again. Jeff
2: Twitty a lot. Um,
1: but 311 it's a completely different show every time you see them. Like they'll play they'll play deep cuts. They'll they'll play like songs that have they've never played live before. So, like they mix that in. It's 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 cool. I mean, I think that's why they've had a fan base for as long as they have. And I didn't mean to go on a little 311 rant. Oh no. It's <laughs> cool. That was great. <laughs> you know, the last time
2: that we we watched them on a stream was uh, that was interested.
1: Oh uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> what
2: happened was, on the live stream well i mean i was having a, a very intense
0: trip you know? <laughs> <laughs> and were they doing were they just doing like a lot of psychedelic like lights and stuff and it was uh
2: i don't know you know what it was man it's like i i always i've that's it's like the one time where um i don't know say so, uh or whatever it's been like a little bit over over whelming to me um yeah and it was the first sh- it was the day that we announced our, our first show ever at the record theater yeah. and um i was just out. kind of i you know i had you know given a four hour block of lessons guitar lessons and um whoo i was exhausted and then like we we're just like all right let's do this and then like it started like kicking in i was like oh man like it's just like I just I, I, I just felt like, you know, usually I'm just euphoric,
0: yeah. um,
2: um, but I just in and, and it's a common experience to to feel like you just want to like, I guess from what I've heard you you've said this before right like to just like you just need to remove yourself. I, I felt like overwhelmed by the loudness and like the because like the you could look at 311 almost as like a little bit math rocky, you know? And, and I mean that in the best way possible. Like they're very, they're all really great musicians and, um, you know, it's uh, interesting time signatures and yeah, lights and all that good stuff. And I was just like, all right, I I just need to like (laughs) go into our room for a second. You know, it's funny, right? Because like the first time we ever took mushrooms, we were in Oregon and like, um, we went to a drag show and I, I mean like with, you know, hundreds of people and like, you know, just shoulder to shoulder. And like, I, I could not stop smiling the whole time. And then we're, you know, I mean, we've done them several times since, but like, um, it's interesting that the, the one time I wouldn't even call it a bad experience. I would call it a challenging one. Um, because at the end, um, you have this like sigh of relief and you feel like you've worked through something difficult. Um, but I do find it interesting that the one time that I had a a quote unquote challenging experience was in our own living room. So, yeah. But, uh, you were asking me about my first concert. Sorry to go off on a tangent also.
0: No, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah. Like your first, uh, your first musical memory.
2: This is funny, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's the one I talk about the most. I don't know if it's my first musical memory, um, but an important one to me is, uh, you know, when Damn it first came out. And I didn't even, like, I, you know, I always uh, listened to the radio while I was doing my homework growing up. And i guess i was like maybe uh nine years old and like i had an acoustic guitar that my mom um, you know tried to teach me because she's she's also a musician and an artistic type and um it's just the the acoustic at first did not click with me it took making some noise you know it took the electric and anima it took that in you know skateboarding and That whole, yeah, Um, but my first solid memory of, like, I don't know, just fucking wanting to, like, rock out, like, because I remember I grabbed that guitar was the first time I heard, damn it, and I didn't even know that they were Blink or whatever, who Blink was, and I grabbed my guitar that I couldn't play, (laughs) Looking in the mirror, being like "da da 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 like playing that riff, and but not playing it. But like, yeah, that's weird actually to think about, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny how stuff sticks with you because, um, funny how, like, I'm a clown. I'm here to music Anytime I say that, I, I instantly <laughs> remind myself of Goodfellas. But, but like, yeah, like when I was a kid, yeah. I had vivid, remem- uh, vivid memories of. Um, like my dad playing music and, um, he had an acoustic guitar and he, you know, and when I say playing music, like playing it in the living room, he, he would, you know, like kind of finger pick his guitar a little bit. Um, it was always dad, if you listen to this, I love you, but his acoustic guitar is always out of tune. Um, but he was always, he was, he's very, he's very good. Um, like mechanically inclined, good with his hands. And so like, and he worked in a warehouse all day. So, Um, On the weekends, it was great because he kind of opened up the house a little bit. We had a nice entertainment center in the living room, and he would he would you know play Eric Clapton and all this classic rock. But the the earliest musical memory that I have is probably like Tom Petty "Free Fallin." I just to this day that that song like still means like the world to me, and I love Tom Petty because I just remember listening to that when when I was a kid with my dad. And then it's it wasn't until I was older, and and even really recently, like I don't know if you guys are like this, but. I don't know i get i do get nostalgic so i like to um i like to look up when albums came out and that album full moon fever which free Fallin' is on came out i think in 1989 yes. so it makes sense that i have that memory as a kid because running down
2: a dream babe yeah down a dream.
0: yeah i was yeah. brought up on
2: on uh full um full moon fever right yep yep full moon fever um what was it uh van Halen. like i mean like that's Toledo, man. I mean, it's yeah. not Toledo, but like, I mean, like, hell yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like that's what I was saying. Like, my dad always had music going, like on the weekends, like just blasted. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, that- it was yeah. Full Moon Fever had it started out with Free Fall, and then it, I won't back down. Love is the long road. Facing the crowd, running down a dream. Yeah, and it was, and it was uh, 1989. So. It, when i look back it's like oh that's why that makes sense and like he loved dire straits and stuff like my brother one of my brothers and i were just talking about that the other day like that you know dire straits reminds him of of my dad um so so then like lauren like so ben you know you you got the guitar experience with damn it lauren when did you pick up cello how did that become like the instrument of choice for you Uh,
1: oh um Whenever you chose an instrument to play in uh, in band in elementary school, and uh, my whole family played woodwind instruments, and I was like, I'm gonna be a rebel and play the biggest possible instrument that doesn't fit in your backpack and <laughs> around um, like a crazy person. So
2: <laughs> that's what I love about her too. Is like, I feel like you purposefully like do things like that to i don't know it's cute i like because it's cute because like you wanted to be like your own person and i appreciate yeah. that and it suits you you yeah. know
1: well my little tiny ways of rebelling <laughs> so yeah, there so know. there wasn't
0: like a, a cellist or anything that you were like oh that would be cool to kind of do what they do you're just like oh i think that looks interesting and no. then and then how long, how long did it take you to like take to it then like was it pretty immediate when you started uh... playing
1: well, I will say I I was pretty set on playing the flute for a while, and my parents were very happy about that decision. And then, um, it was like the middle school orchestra came to our elementary school as like and did like a concert introducing all of the instruments, and I heard the cello, and I was like, I I it was an immediate just like fall in love, and I was like, that's that's it, um, and I. I was always pretty good at it and I think it drove, I I mean I don't know, like it drove my parents mad because I didn't really practice like ever Um, but I would still like I I would get first chair, I would get you know, and they were always like trying to get me to practice and
2: it's like when we're, she's just good at, I don't know, you're good at like you you know, adapting to any situation, It's, it's funny because like the last time we were at with Sam, like you know, I was. Uh, you know, we, we were having a, a few days of vocals, <laughs> and uh, and then Lauren just came in and like she's never like tracked anything professionally, and like he was like, yeah, well, she's the best cellist I've ever tracked. <laughs>
1: okay, what he's the probably hell? tracked one other cello in his entire. No, he life. told me like, track a few actually.
2: Like, yeah, no, but it just uh, works. Yeah. Totally. It, is,
1: it is kind of sad, though. I was thinking about this the other day. Well, actually, my, my parents, I was down at their house yesterday, and they were like, can we... They had all these, like, piano and cello books, and they were like, can we donate this to the, the teacher down the street? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I, I can't read music anymore, which is...
2: You pick it up.
1: I don't think so. I yeah, tried. You know, it's sad because, like, it's... The way we play cello, or I play cello for you us, is very, Trust very me. different than how I grew up playing cello so it, it took a while and I'm still learning
2: right like yeah she how... learned the proper way I mean I also I mean I, I can read music it's just no like, I know I'm but like yeah I mean like you were you were like classically trained and <laughs> then I brought her into this too. like stupid well, it,
1: it was you know we were rock s- world sitting down and and he it, it was a there were some growing pains because it was it, I was used to reading notes on a page and then yeah Making that happen, and here he was being like, "Oh, play hmm, something that he hums," and I was just like, <laughs> "Oh, it's gonna take me a while to figure that out." <laughs> like, um, but it's kind of cool now. I feel like we, our chemistry has kind of gotten to the point where sometimes when we're writing, I can kind of,
3: oh
2: yeah, I
1: can kind of predict where he's gonna go it's with where he wants. Like, and and
2: yeah, it, yeah it's it, wild. It's, like, it's it's actually. Yeah, it's wild, man. I mean, it's only been a couple of years to, yeah. like, I, I I can't imagine where that's going to go because, like, she pulled thoughts out of my head and just, like, plays them. I'm like, okay, so that
1: just happened. Yeah. yeah. So, like, writing, writing these, the cello parts to the songs that we're about to record, it, it was a much quicker process than it was a year ago when we did it. Much, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's we, that weird telepathic thing, but...
0: Got like a musical synergy going well that's good it then it that is much it
1: me. is yeah, yeah. And, and even when we play i feel that sometimes like there'll be times i'm like oh I, he's gonna stop here and like i'll i'll pause yeah. and yeah. It, it's it's cool when it comes out on stage and stuff that way too
2: it naturally happens like if you uh, were you in bands growing up
0: i was not no no just just the bedroom just a bedroom practice and trying to figure stuff out, looking at ultimate guitar and trying to read tabs. I can't read music, but tabs, I can, you know, I figured that out, yeah.
2: That's mainly what, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to teach is tabs. I I learned to read when I when I first started and, you know, I still do teach that sometimes in theory and stuff, but uh, it is one thing, um, you know, uh, that you learn in a band is the more times there's something to be said for, you know, the reps of, of getting together and, um, you know, um, getting together all or once, you know, a day. I mean, it, it is such a game changer because like you do, you start to pick up and it's all about that energy. I'm not even meaning that in a woo woo type of sense. I think that like we figure out these algorithms that like, are the energy of another person and, and kind of can feel out and, and vibe on that. And, um, I mean, we have the benefit of living together, so
0: yeah, we, we get to you yeah. know, practice. Whether, whether we, we
1: like it or not. We practice everything <laughs> yeah. Away.
0: Yeah. So to bring it full circle, how, how long after, that that first time you guys met at the bar, how how long after that um, did 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 Lauren? Did you tell him that you played the cello, and then you and then from there go okay? Well, we definitely need to jam together then for sure.
1: Well, first off, I I, I, I didn't tell
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this cello doing my, here?
1: My my mom. Why is there a cello and, here? In her infinite wisdom, uh, she was mad I hadn't told him. That I had played yet, and one day just God, yeah. dropped the cello off um, at my it's hard apartment. To hide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, conveniently, on a day she knew Ben was coming over later, so um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: good for mom so... if she's li- if she listens to this when it comes out. Good, good oh, on she you, mom. Is to her, she
2: is uh, <laughs> just a sweetheart and such a you know amazing support behind all of this too. So yeah, yeah absolutely, she,
1: she is. Um... And it was still a while before we. I mean, it wasn't even that day. I mean, I was nervous. I hadn't touched my cello in probably ten years. Oh wow! I, I mean, it, it had been a long time. Did I ask you on the first day? Yeah, you did, <laughs> and I was like, no.
2: You're like, I don't know what that is. And then Violet.
1: there was <laughs> there. I think it was just one day during COVID. I, I remember exactly. And it was just like yeah. a Sunday. We had nothing else to do, and
2: I was like, okay, so let's, let's talk just... about this cello. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> What is the deal? So like, yeah,
1: we sat down. What song did we, we play?
2: We wrote um we we uh embarrassingly enough, but actually not, I don't give a fuck. Um uh wait, we you know, we played uh I write sins not tragedies.
1: Yeah. I was um, like, Can
2: you do that? And then that was the first thing that we ever
1: and then, Twice I don't know, I could see, all the, see the wheels turning in your head. And then oh, I, nice. it was like the next day he was like, we're going to try to play a cello part with my song. And I was like, oh, this is this is happening. Well, I love, <laughs> I love
2: cello. I, 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 I never expected it to be anything. Like, I just, I mean, we had nothing else
1: to do yeah no i mean, I mean we were, it was fun we were in lockdown it still is fun so. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i'm not really super musically inclined at all but but when i listen to your guys's sound and even when i when i hear uh though any any whether it's cello or violin or stuff like i mean I, i'm a huge heavy metal fan so like when metallica did s&m yeah. um
1: yeah.
0: Alter bridge i love they they played overseas uh and and did uh an orchestra concert as well. I think they did two nights, yeah. and that they turned into a DVD. It it, it adds a layer of emotion um, to the music that that to me, I don't know. It just it kind of, I don't even know how to articulate it. Like it just, it makes it more emotive to me. It, it brings out layers of a song, like um, like Metallica. I believe, yeah, on S M they did "Bleeding Me," which is one of my favorite. Metallica songs a lot of people you know don't like the load and reload stuff but there's a lot of great work on there yeah. in my opinion but but when I, I hear the, the strings with, with it. it it just it makes it more motive for me it, it just it, it takes the song and transforms it in a way that as much as I love guitar and it's my favorite instrument it just it adds a lot to it I think
2: and props to them for doing it because like I mean I don't know I mean aside from uh you know whatever that Christmas band is uh, you know like plays oh the, Trans-Siberian the... Orchestra yeah, who I've heard, you know, they're they're dope live and stuff, and but like, I mean, like, I don't know, I feel like Metallica, like, is, I don't know, I feel like they really did it with that, you know, like, yeah. and and your this is coming from like my second CD, uh, from my dad was Battery, so like, I grew up on Metallica, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like and like i also grew he was like yeah i mean like there's some good songs on reload it's not like the old stuff he wasn't like like a hater about like you know the new yeah like Load and reload but like i grew up on that man and uh it totally you know maybe you know if you think about it though like metallica is like one of the bands that inspired nirvana you know what i'm saying like uh God, they were doing it forever, man. Like you know, they were touring with maps. Like yeah. actually, we we toured with maps too. or Initially, we didn't have a GPS, but like, not like them. I mean, we could print out MapQuest directions if we MapQuest. So, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, like, I still look at MapQuest from time to time. 'Cause I don't have unlimited data. <laughs> <laughs> so so I didn't, real, I didn't even know to it bring was. it full circle with um with new nostalgia, which just came out uh September twenty-fourth, right? End of September it just came out and you guys it's just third, had a run of shows. Twenty third. Yeah. Or was 23rd. it 24th, 23rd? Oh we're getting married <laughs> on the twenty third, the twenty I I I get this mixed up. Twenty-fourth, you're correct. Yes. And then you guys just did a run of shows, uh what well, was a DC, New York, and Baltimore on the East Coast, but um yep. Putting this together, um, and and I, I'm pretty sure I'm saying his last name right, Sam Pura, who's worked with like the story so far. Hundredth, is that why you're going out to San Fran? Because he's out there, right? Isn't isn't that where he's at? Is San Fran? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. he's in Fremont. We did uh,
2: we did the the EP with him, and we want to expand on what we did. And we're really excited because like I really think we're we're leveling up with these next songs, and um, yeah, it's gonna be the
0: yeah, when when I listen to it, I, I really like how it flows together. Um, I think my favorite ones are probably Think I Want and in, in Waiting For You. Um, but uh I also I love All I Know, Oxen Hill, uh, the faded ones. Um, the video for Oxen Hill, I really like. You know, you mentioned like the lightheartedness, like that was that was definitely present in the video. I really enjoyed it. But um such a hot day. <laughs> as far as that process working with him, I mean, uh not to ask like the the stock question of what's it like working with Sam, but um as a guy who has worked with with bands in this this pop punk realm and everything I mean with what you guys bring to the table and having the cello element I mean just how cool was it to uh to take your your works and see what he could he could put to them
2: Sam did exactly what I wanted him to do it's you know i I've I've, I've I've worked with you know a lot of producers um, throughout the years and some good some some not so good however you want to quantify that but like um he was brutally honest and he extracted he was also you know supportive of of what he thought the essence of lauren and i were and i feel like he played a uh like a pivotal role in kind of like helping us hone our sound i mm-hmm. i really do
3: i don't know i, I mean, agree like, with that, yeah i
2: feel like what sam does is like kind of he brings things down to their core components and then extracts what's beautiful out of that and then makes it its own thing for example i kept trying to compare like oh uh, yeah like this is like a jim blossoms type thing or jimmy Eat world or like you know, th- like Goo Goo Dolls, or, you know, like, and you'd be like, no, no, stop, stop doing that. Like, it's Ben DeHaan. Like, it's different. Like,
0: yeah.
2: So, um, honestly, like, we're repeat customers. So, <laughs> yeah. Know. Like, Sam is uh, he's a, he's a one of a kind.
0: Yeah. So, did not- it come together mostly during the pandemic then? New nostalgia?
1: completely pretty much
0: yeah uh
2: well i mean like waiting for you i wrote pre like a couple weeks before uh, a
1: couple weeks yeah <laughs> but
2: we all had no i, I had no I mean, I idea there like, was gonna be a lockdown like voice memos
1: yeah. and stuff like happened pre-pandemic but like
2: yeah. i mean we literally song. i mean it was we siphoned down from hundreds of songs just yeah. like we we you know we we did again this time like and it, oddly enough, like, I mean, like, there, are um, like, for example, uh, fuck, wait, a, one or two songs that, like, were going in this time that I started or mm-hmm. finished at the studio a year ago, over a year ago, that, um, you know, I just, I don't know, a couple months ago came back to because, like, I... Yeah. I, I pull from that. I listen to that catalog, and then it's whatever makes me feel something, and then, you know, I just I run with it.
1: Well, what's cool about you too, when you write, is I'll hear like he'll sit and kind of work out a riff or something, and then months, in some cases even a year later, oh, yeah. he'll come at it again or I'll, he'll play me a song and I'll be like oh I remember when you played that riff and he'd be like oh I don't even remember and I'm like no you've been kind of like noodling around with that.
2: she'll remind me I'll be like yeah. wait what I didn't do that before
1: um, so it's like if it's meant to come out it, it comes out you the know? good
2: stuff sticks yeah, yeah. So, it's like that's what I what I what I say about the the piano piano song you remember every yeah. every producer has wanted to and I said, this song is going to be a pipe dream for me. And you're like, what do you mean? It's, it's, that still, song still will not... it. <laughs> no, but like Sam has it on his docket. Mike has it on his docket. Like Jeff, ha- like every producer I've ever worked with has it on their like role. Like, but I'm like, it needs time. That one. Yeah.
0: Where it's just rooted in the piano. It is, yeah, yeah. but like
2: it's it needs to mature it's not ready yeah and it's not complete that's what i'm saying it's like the the kind of uh i don't know i'm a big proponent of the the song a day thing like I, that changed my entire life um and it's honestly like what i did when i was a kid so like we should all go back to like those original habits cause like yeah a lot of them were you know effective like that but like um it's one of those that like, I just want to like have a couple that I I work on for a while, you know?
0: Yeah. where So where did the, the inspiration for the name new nostalgia come in? I mean, cause I know, I know like, I think when I messaged you, I just, I, I when I listened to your EP after, after we linked up on IG, I told you like, it gave me for sure, like the pop punk vibes, but it also kind of had like a singer songwriter type of feel to it too. And I really, I really enjoyed kind of the, the blending of, of those things. Um, So new nostalgia, is that sort of a a play on that? Like, Hey, this is sort of like the pop punk stuff from, from my era that I love, but it's kind of like a new, this is, this is me, this is Ben and and Lauren, this is what we do. Like, where did that name come from? Well, I love how you just put it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, that's perfect, man. Uh, um, Yeah, no, I mean like, you know, we're not trying to be anything that we're not. Um, yeah. You know, um, my first band was was a pop-punk band. I, I think that we're very... You know, I mean, like, you could consider us pop-punk.
1: Pop-punk adjacent. She
2: says pop-punk adjacent. <laughs> um, I've been told by many people that, you know, what we're doing is kind of like pop songs in a in a creative way that hasn't really been done before. But the name New Nostalgia... Um, it really means to me uh like when i was 22 to 23 i i stopped touring and um i don't regret it you know because i i needed this conviction but went back to or not back to i i, I kind of like conformed into um what I thought would be an easier way in societal norms, um, you know, getting my degree and like uh, going into you know sales or whatever. And when I turned thirty, I don't know, like something like I just felt like 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 my first band. It was called A New Hope, <laughs> you know. Like the first Star Wars. Um,
0: It's a great first band name.
2: I know. I didn't come up with it. I wish I I could say it. My buddy Ryan Astenti, shout out to him, came up with it. And actually, he's the first person years ago that brought up... He wanted to call a band years ago new nostalgia. But um, I haven't thought about it actually until now that we've connected these dots. Thank you, Ryan. Um, but you know, I, I felt like I could breathe for some reason when I was thirty. I, you know, I'd been through so much pain in the intermediary um, that, like, I was just like, "Well, fuck, man! Like, we're—I mean, like, we're just—we are—we're gonna die or whatever. Like, so might as well like do something that you know I think is con- contributing in some way or you know, the best way that I can be a value adding member of the society is by doing something that means something to me and to us. And, um, I think new nostalgia is just about, uh, rediscovering things that made you who you are, you know? Yeah. And, um, This next e- e- EP that we're gonna be doing is uh, tentatively titled "I Time Bomb," and it's gonna be a little bit darker because <laughs> it's it's new nostalgia. It's like okay, I'm getting started, and like, and then "I Time Bomb" is like okay, I'm in it, and like, I remember the grind, and then like after that, well, we can't really announce that but like
0: so it's almost like a retrospective of looking back on that period of your life where you stepped away from the creative stuff and and kind of what that did to you and i time bomb is kind of like looking at that period in your 20s of sort of almost is it like like revisiting it it through through the songwriting
2: yeah new nostalgia is new nostalgia is uh, i am so fucking thankful for the negative experiences that i had at the end of my 20s because like man like shit if if things were going good then like you know I might wake up one day you know on the way to my deathbed not having written all these songs and like just be terrified just be like god I'm gonna die with the best in me and like I lived a happy life and there's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that but like I, I think like like I don't know, like, I, I feel like I would, would feel like I cheated myself, for sure, and, yeah, and I, go ahead. I
1: mean, to me, like, New Nostalgia is that, like, you know, Ben took that break, he, he started in that music career and then kind of deviated from it, and then New Nostalgia, these songs kind of are reflecting on on those experiences and that hesitancy to, to go back into music and start... I don't want to say start over, but start fresh. Well, yeah, no,
2: that's what it um, was. That's what I was afraid of. And so it, it's it's
1: re-experiencing those things, and you taught a lot of the lyrics in your songs are reflecting kind of or comparing our songs, but you wrote them. The comparing those past experiences with these fresh new ones with us together. Um, so that's that's me is how I I interpret new nostalgia, and then these next songs are kind of more about our our experiences now and and how they relate a little bit to the darker sides of music and gr- that grind that you said and 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 again reflecting back on those similar experiences that you had before and not as much that yeah because like
2: we I mean we've talked this through we take a big picture on everything but you're you're spot on with new nostalgia and I time bomb it's like we're in it and like it's not all like. You know, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for it's artists. It's hard work.
1: Yeah. But to bring it
2: full circle, we have the full length in mind for mm-hmm. all of this. And that is a happy. I mean, honestly, like, I time bomb, like, I mean, if that's You're what we're going to call it, yet. like, um, it's not. Some of it, it's just like, some of it is very reflective. It's very, like, like, one of the lyrics is, um, what is it i'm screaming out nobody hears me now from the so from this hotel room where i'm breaking down trying to figure out what all this means suicidal thoughts material things like that's possibly the opening two sentences oh of, wow yeah
0: yeah that is that is that's heavy but it's but i i love that stuff though because i think like for me just to put a button on it i know you guys got got dinner plans and i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> make you late but um but yeah, just to put a button on it, man. Like uh, w- with both of y'all, man, I I, I really think that um, when I when I listen to it, I I really enjoy it because while it- while it reminds me of that stuff, like we were talking about, you know, early the music that that I grew up with when I was a kid, it sounds authentic and um, it sounds very heartfelt. And I don't I don't listen to what you guys are doing and feel like you're trying to sound like somebody else. I'm like, Oh no, sure. this is, this is what they do. And I think that's, what's really cool about it. Because when you, when you, when you make something that's from the heart, it, whatever creative medium it is, whether it's podcasting, whether it's music, whether it's uh physical art, right. Um, somebody somewhere is going to connect with it. And the people that really love it are going to understand it, even if they haven't lived those same experiences, and no two people are the same, they can interpret it and it'll, it'll, you know, make sense to them. And so that's really what I loved about it. And even going back and listening to the other singles, um, you know, like life goes on was, was a big one for me listening to it, probably just where where I'm at on my path right now. Um, days go by, obviously, you know, but, um, I really love what you guys are doing, man. And I'm, I'm happy that you met. I'm happy that hinge worked and that, uh, (laughs) That Lauren, that your mom yeah. pulled out the cello, and you guys are making awesome music. So, uh, Ben and Lauren, thank you so much for your time. I can't thank wait you. to hear the new stuff, and um, I'll put up the links in the podcast description when this comes out. But for people who who aren't familiar, let them know where they can find you.
2: Oh, uh, just uh, on social is at I am Ben Dehan. That's I A M B is boy Ben. <laughs> i'm in a goofy mood I, i've just been oh, it's been a long week it's been you know i've been demoing like crazy but um yeah no just spotify ben Dehan um d as in david e h a n like nancy or um all the socials i am ben Dehan. And, <laughs> i feel and... like i sound so smart when i say that oh. i am ben <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: No, I'm. Go- I was gonna. I, uh, you know, I'll probably leave this in now. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you at the end because I, I, I hate, I hate butchering people's names. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Dehan, but I also, you know, really? I'm from the Midwest, so we put, we put, we put Y's before our A's. So I didn't want to be like oh, Ben yeah. Dehan, you know, like, you know, we say you like got, back well, and After, you know what I mean? Like my name yeah, is kind of yeah. flat, but well,
2: that's how the uh, my D, Oh my God, well my dad, uh, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, no, well, that's the whole Dehan Dehan debate is that, like, he says Dehan, and I'm like, well, why is there a capital H? It's from, you know, we're from, I've looked it up, it's a mix between Irish and, and um, the Netherlands, and it's pronounced Dehan. So, like, I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to pronounce it correctly, but like <laughs> the rest say D Hands. So yeah,
0: yeah D Hand. I can tell you, coming from Toledo, if if any of my buddies saw that, that that's exactly what they would say. They'd be like, oh, it's Ben D Hand. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not John Hancock, it's Herbie Hancock. Um, <laughs> well, you guys, this has been a lot of fun, and I hope yeah. it's not the last time. And, uh, you know, I'll keep my fingers crossed, man, if there's a, a show or you guys oh, ever make your be way out to this Nashville. Too yeah that would be, yeah, that would be awesome yeah. well lauren ben thank you again so much i don't want to make you late for dinner uh keep doing your thing man i love what you guys are doing i love ben that you got back into music and uh lauren i love that you busted out the cello and that you guys are making music <laughs> together so i really appreciate your time i hope you guys have a great weekend and let's definitely stay in touch thank you thank you you're welcome <laughs> thanks have a good one man take care you too all righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Ben Dehan and Lauren White. Make sure you go follow what they're doing musically over at I am Ben Dehan on Instagram and the website is bendehanmusic.com. His name is spelled B E N as in Ben, <laughs> and his last name Dehan is spelled D-E-N. HAN. So again, I am Ben Dehan on Instagram. The website is bendehanmusic.com. They've got some shows coming up before the end of the year. They're going to be in Philly on December 7th at Sweeney Station Saloon and then on December 17th, a Friday, they're going to be at his I don't know if it's I'm pronouncing this right, the Wrecker or the Resher. Um, but anyway, they will be there in Towson, Maryland on December 17th. So go to bendehanmusic.com to learn more about how you can go check out those shows in person. And, again, I just want to say thank you so much to Ben and Lauren. Guys, I I really loved our conversation. You guys are are super cute and, and more importantly, man, just good people. And it was so cool to learn about your story and how you guys met and the music that you're making. Again, I truly enjoy New Nostalgia. I, I really enjoy that EP. And for anybody out there who listens to this episode, especially if you love pop punk music, you guys really gotta check this out, man, because again, it's gonna give you it's gonna give you some of those, you know, machine gunned Kelly, Angels and Airwaves, Blink 182 vibes, but uh her cello playing, Lauren's cello playing, I just think adds an element to what they do that really helps them stand out and, and it really like I said, it just it just brings brings a, a lot of life to the songs that I just think really gives them a, a unique place in the music world and what they're doing right now. And I know they're working on more music and I, I can't wait to see the new stuff that they come up with with Sam Pura with his track record and the experience that Ben and Lauren have as musicians. I'm just, I'm really pumped for these guys. So thank you so much for your time, you guys, and your conversation. I hope you both have a a lovely Thanksgiving and let's definitely keep in touch. And thank you again to all of you, like I said, for, for listening to this podcast, man, you guys make it worthwhile. I would do it if two people listened. I'd love it to get to a point where like two thousand or two million people, you know, are listening per episode, but I'm gonna take one step at a time and to see the the, the the growth that it has had over the last, you know, year plus during the pandemic since I've gotten back into this thing full swing. Um it's been really cool to see. So thank you to all of you who check it out, who subscribe, who comment. Uh if you would be so kind as as much as I hate begging for attention of any kind, um I'm in the business of needing to do that for my own good um i really would appreciate if you guys took the time if you dug the show to tell a friend to tell a friend like subscribe and actually if you go to apple and you leave a rating and a review for the show it helps it rank higher and then ultimately these conversations get out to more people and that's what i want man i want more people to discover the people that i have on the show ben and lauren are good people men they're making great music and I'm, i'm really excited for what they've got in store so if you would be so kind, share this thing, make it go viral, man, you know, and, and uh, I'm really excited for the time that it's coming out to with everybody traveling for the holidays. Maybe you're listening to it in your car right now on your way to, you know, your family's house or whatever, but uh, it's a great time to, to check out the show as well because I think so many people are going be, to be traveling for, you know, Thanksgiving. So uh, I really would appreciate it if you do what you can to spread the word and, uh, you know, get the word out because again, uh, new nostalgia is great. He's also released other singles even before this EP came out, uh, a couple of them that I really like, uh, Life Goes On, Days Go By, and Off A of New Nostalgia, you know, Think I Want, Waiting For You, I mean, it's it's just, every song is, is great, man, and I'm not just saying that because those guys are kind enough to come on the show, I mean, you can really tell that they work on their craft and they're they're making the music that they want to make, so again... At I am Ben DeHaan on Instagram and BenDeHaanMusic.com. And I also thought it was funny and cool just what a small world it is that he was actually born in Toledo, Ohio. It's just such a trip, man. So that's why it was funny to joke about how we pronounce stuff and we put Y's before our A's back and had, you know, <laughs> Ben Dehan. Um So, yeah, it was uh, it was funny, man. Uh, it was it was good to share some laughs with those guys. So thank you again to Ben and Lauren. Thank you to all of you for listening to the podcast. Once again, you can find the show on major streaming platforms like Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the host site, uh, Podbean. If you want to start a podcast, Podbean's a great place to get you set up. I recommend that you check them out. My link tree is in the podcast description for more about me, past feature music writing examples that I've done with bands over the years and, uh, all the links to where you can find the episode. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike V Bauman, and that's V as in Victor for my grandpa. And I am on Instagram at March 4th pod. So again, man, I hope everybody stays safe. I hope everybody gets to fill their bellies with their favorite dishes on Thanksgiving. And again, if you don't celebrate it, I hope you at least get some time off from work, get to sleep in and, uh, you know, get some you time. You know what I mean? Watch a little Netflix, order a pizza and just, you know, chill out or, you know, go see your friends. Whatever the case may be, man, I just hope everybody gets to relax. We're living in some crazy times, but uh there's a lot of good people out there. And uh we all need a a chance to recharge the old battery, so I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday and uh just thank you to you all. I love you all. You mean more to me than you know, and I'm just really appreciative. I'm really grateful right now despite everything that's happened in these last 18 months of my life I'm I'm super grateful and I'm grateful for every single listener of the show every single guest of the show you guys really make it worth my worthwhile um, see what happens I get sentimental and I go on like a good train of thought and then I get my my words twisted <laughs> I'm leaving it in though baby we ain't ending that out uh, but for real though thank you so much I really appreciate you guys I love you all keep the faith and be kind to one another courtesy of Ben and Lauren off of the debut EP New Nostalgia, here is Think I Want. Peace.